Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. All right. I am so glad that you are here with us today. Carrie and I have actually been on the phone for a few minutes trying a new <laughs> recording option <laughs> from an old method to a new one. And, you know, technology is not my gig. This one, I feel the oldest. The other day, I decided that I needed to be like my kids. I all got Apple AirPods for Christmas. And so I thought, you know, I need these because in the hospital, I'm always, t- you know, pulling out my my headphones and my kids are laughing and the cords are twisted. Then a doctor comes in and anyway, and they, I decided I need a pair, right? So we go into the Apple store and the guy's like, so you got Apple pay on your phone? I'm like, no. And my 14 year old daughter's like, give me that. Let me just do it. I'll set it up so much faster. And she was so embarrassed by my ignorance with technology. Like I can't even believe I'm in this space, Carrie. So here we are. So we're here. Carrie is here, right? I'm I'm here, but you're saying all these things. I'm like, I don't know what the, I don't know what Apple, Apple pods, Apple. <laughs> yes, there are pods. There, there are those wireless headphones that look <laughs> ridiculous. And I've made fun of my children. And but now that I'm having to, you know, be in the hospital for hours and hours and hours, I'm always grabbing. You know, Josh was on his phone watching a movie or something, and I'm trying to work. And they really are much easier. Yeah. John and I, John Michael and I just joined a a gym, like a, just a little bit of a nicer gym. Yeah. Um, as, as one of our, um, not, I wouldn't call it like a new year's resolution. It's just one of our like couple goals to do. And so we joined this gym and, and one of the first times he goes, he goes, you know how I know that we don't fit in there? He goes, my earbuds still have a cord. Yeah, I mean, my oh, they actually make fun of me with my cord. They're like, I'm sorry, you can't afford AirPods. I'm like, you are snots. Now, it was a (laughs) big Christmas present, but still, anyway, they made fun of me. So, but my earbuds don't ever die, like, I don't have to recharge them. So, there. This, there are, well, I will always keep my other pair with me just in case, I'm sure. But but they're nice. I, I will give them, they're nice. So, all right, well, I have filled everyone in. I know people are shocked two podcasts in a row for real coming their way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny when I look back at starting this podcast, I thought no one's even going to listen to this. Why are we doing this silly little thing? And I'm still amazed at how many people have reached out to me saying they missed the podcast when I was off. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad. I'm glad we're back. It'll give me a way to just talk. I, I'm sad I'm not traveling now that it's here. I'm glad I'm not traveling, of course. But right. a little part of me, as Leslie still is traveling, I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss seeing all these amazing men and women that I have gotten to know over the past five years of travel. Yeah. So yeah, the podcast is going to become like my outlet, I guess. But Good. I'm so glad you're here. Me too. Let's fill people in on your life and let's just kind of chat about, you know, stuff. So, you know, what's funny is just the other day I was thinking about the first podcast we did and it was like episode two or something. Yeah. Um, And, and I was like, I need to listen to that again. And I just went back and I re-listened to it and I needed like I just needed to hear our conversation because I think I forgot 
I mean, years have passed. It's been what, two years? Um, uh, it has been about a year. Actually, it's only, if you can believe, has it been, I think it's only been a year. Well, at that point I had, Noah was, I had a six, four and one. Oh, and now I have, years. yeah. Huh. Wowzer. Okay. I cool. know. Um, but so a couple of things stood out to me. One, how quickly we forget things like I'd for, I'd forgotten that it's like rediscovering joy in motherhood. And at that time when we, when we'd recorded it, it was like, yes, I figured it out how to rediscover joy. And then just the other day, I'm like, man, <laughs> I got to do this again. <laughs> like we're back in that place. And it's, um, I don't know. I, I think it's just showing me, I, I'm realizing that this is all so cyclical. It's, yeah. and there are good seasons, <laughs> preaching to the choir here, right? Like good seasons, and there are hard seasons and things change so fast, but then also nothing changes at all. It's bizarre. It's funny because I think about, um, yes, that. You know, it does seem that things are always changing and yet the basics stay the same, right? When I hear my messages of 20 plus years talking to parents, the foundation hasn't changed much. I'm preaching the same thing to myself and to everyone else, right? You just have to, it is almost like we need this constant reminder because the fairy, the Ferris wheel is going to come right back around and back around and right back around. So, and it does seem to be, as soon as I think I'm out of that, whatever it is, it comes right back around. It might look a little different, but. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking about on that note too, I was thinking about these things that, uh, you know, we all talk about that feels, that we're told all the time that feel very, very trite and rather meaningless. Like the cherish every moment, it goes by so fast, all that, that, that just seems like like, are you seriously telling me? BS at the time, to be honest, right? You're kind of like, I don't really care. I don't care. Get me out of this. Yes. But so many women who have walked this before me are saying these things. So I'm like, surely it is not as shallow as it feels. (laughs) So, so, you know, and so I've been, that's kind of been one of the places my head has been. It's like, what is, what is really behind it? And tell me if I'm wrong, but what I feel, and, and I, I mean, you can't speak for everybody, right? But what I feel might be behind it is this, like the retrospect that, oh my gosh, like now that I have hindsight, all of these things that I felt were big deals weren't big deals. And I wish I would have known that so that I could have sat in those moments and enjoyed them. What's funny, I would swear you, you listened to the podcast that I just recorded. Seriously? Uh, because that is what I said. I said, you know, I, I was talking about um, Joshua, right? And that here I am with this heavy diagnosis. And and when you look at it, and I said that very thing, I said it. You're kidding me. All the things that we thought were big deals, but what are the big deals are that we sat and read forever. And the big deals are that they could cuddle up because in these moments when these big things hit Carrie, if you don't have that foundation of trust and that foundation of my mom is for me, you're not going to get to be with them in these tough moments. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to wow. is that we are doing all this to work so that when the tough times come for our kids and there will be tough times 
and they will decide who they're going to go to during those tough, tough times because of the work you did and the investment you made, it's going to be okay. Like I I was talking about when I had to share um, with Joshua that he had cancer. I mean, I was the one who told him and he was just joking. He was like, what do I have cancer in my hand? Because he, his hand was hurting. And, and he looked at me, Carrie, with the same exact expression that he looked at me in the orphanage when I told him I had to leave for the first time. It was that, please don't leave me. Oh, my goodness. Please. And I'm, I mean, I can see is a certain face he makes, but it's followed up by this trust of, I know you're not going to leave me. I know you're going to sit in this with me. And so when we say, that little stuff doesn't matter. It does matter. It matters huge. It just doesn't matter the way that we think it does when we're in the middle of it. That they truly is the don't cry over spilled milk, right? But in the moment, I don't know about you, but spilled milk has put me in a rage. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, in a rage. Yeah, yesterday was spilled pretzels. Yeah. In and my you're... brand new car. And it's not, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't. Oh, wait, you got a brand new car? I, I, uh, uh, I knew, I knew to me car. I knew to me car. So it feels brand new. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah. And so that's what I think we're meaning when we say that is yeah. that, that those moments that we think matter least are truly the moments that matter the most. And the moments that we put such pressure on ourselves to succeed at the, the, do we have the right dinner? Did we follow the plan? Exactly. When you get down the road and kids are coming at you with heavy stuff. I mean, do you know, I'm in it with my, I've got two 19 year olds and an 18 year old, 14 year old and a 12 year old at home, a 23 year old that's wanting to get married or he's engaged to get married a 19 year old who's in love. That's wanting to get married. I mean, I, I could tell you stories. Everybody's in these big decision making. It seems. Yeah. But I will say that I've been able to have the tough conversations. I've been able to sit and say, you know, this mom, this mom's going to get in there and we're going to flush it out. And you know what they've all said? I know, mom, I know that's how you are. Mm. But I think that goes back to those. Not that I was always joyous. I don't want you to think that I was always skipping around joyous as we were reading Good Night Moon for the 400th time. I wasn't. I kind of wanted to burn the book. Yeah. But I think that's what we mean. Those are the moments. That matters. It it will matter forever. Wow. Yeah, you know, I think I just... Before I had kids and even when my kids were littler... I think I had these expectations of what, what this would all be like, right? Like what these, the cherish these moments kind of moments. What did you um, think? Gosh, I've been, I've been working on, <laughs> on trying, trying to really identify that, but I'm such an idealist that I, I just thought it, I think I thought it would be a little prettier. Um, I didn't, so I think, I think I thought that real life might, as a mom, might look a little bit more like a sitcom when I step back, like. Which sitcom? <laughs> like, I mean, think like what, okay, so what did I watch when I was, like, home improvement and, think, you know, where you're like, 
everything's going full house was one of my favorites. I mean, what a freaking lie is all that. That's not real life. (laughs) But um, like that you'd be, (laughs) yes, that you'd be going along and life would be good and everybody would be happy. And then you would totally mess up as a parent and you would ask for forgiveness and solve it and then continue. I didn't, I I don't think my mind grasped the, the constantness of it. (laughs) That makes sense. Like the, the working through things moment by moment and mess like messing up so frequently or feeling like I'm messing up so frequently. Um, or the personalities of my kids. Oh, heaven knows. I did not expect the personalities that I have. Um, I don't know. There, I, don't, I don't think there's, no matter what you read and what people tell you, I just don't think there's any way. And I'm sure you're dealing with that with, with Josh especially. Like there's just no way to have a grasp on like what to actually expect out yeah, of this. You know? That is a, a reality. And I, we, Carrie and I will throw this in. We got to see each other a few weeks ago. Um, I look like death warmed over. That's pretty much my standard these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, however rough I felt and looked, it was such a bright spot in my last couple of months to see mm-hmm. her. And we, we talked about this a little bit. I think that's one of the the dangers of planning. Now, I'm a planner. I'm a dreamer. I love all those things. But I think you have to be so careful not to envision life too far down the road. Because had you asked me 10 years ago, would I be divorced, remarried, um, with a kid with cancer, with... I mean, grandkids, all, things, yeah. all of it. I would have go. What are you talking? I'm sorry. You must be having me mixed up with someone else. But here I am living all that. And, I, and again, I can only use my own life as an example. It's not to talk about me, but it's what I know, right? It's yeah. what I know. But I know that. <laughs> I know that I don't know. You know, I know that I don't have it figured out. And I know there are days when I'm trying to keep a hormonal 14-year-old happy, a hormonal 12-year-old happy, uh, you know, mixed in with a cancer kid, a kid in esthetician school, a kid who's wanting to be a plumber, all these things. And I'm trying to navigate tough conversations and I'm trying to navigate how I feel, how they feel. It's exhausting. Yeah. But had I tried to predict that 10 years ago and be ready for it, (laughs) I think I would be devastated and I wouldn't be functioning. So I think the key, when we talk about living in the moment and we talk about focus on today or this week, I think that's one of the reasons that we do that is because God knows we truly can't handle looking. I mean, we, we can't handle maybe what's coming in the future, but we yeah. can handle today. And what we handle today will impact how we handle the future. Right. Well, I think you and I have talked about that before in some of our, our conversations. The, the, my, my brain will run away because I, I, I tend to be pretty futuristic. 
yeah. um, which can be a strength. Anything that's a strength can also be a weakness, right? right? Um, but I tend to be pretty futuristic. And so, you know, dealing with something with, with a child, one in particular, um, and my mind like spirals to all the places, you know, what's going to happen and I'm going to not have a relationship with all the things. Um, and you've, you've brought me back from that before. Um, and my mom will remind me (laughs) too, like, Hey, come back. That's not, we're not going there. We're not, you don't know that just deal with, deal with this now. And I just, I think that's hard. It is hard because we think that if we don't get them to whatever we dream for them, then we have failed. Right. Well, you know, so I was telling you, I got to go to the wild and free Frisco conference. Yes. Um, when we were, when we were together, I was telling you a little bit about it, but, um, Susan Wise Bauer in, in her talk, um, one of the things she said is she was talking about when we turn our kids into problems to be solved, we, we may, what did she, it was lovely how she said it and I'll totally butcher it, but, but then we turn them into a product, not a person. And that just, that hit me so deep, like, oh, this isn't, my child is not a problem to be solved. My child is is a person, like you're a person. And that sounds so silly to remind myself of, but I find myself like, man, if I only I could find the right thing, the right, whatever, then X, Y, Z. And that's, I, I kind of think, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I don't think that's the case. I don't think I'm going to find the right thing. I can't, yeah, I think we all do that. And I think even now that I've got grown kids making de- making decisions, I will second guess myself and think, huh, had I done this, would they be making the same decision? And what if I had gone down this path? Would would we be here? So it's hard not to like second guess yourself even after the fact. I mean, to be honest. And, and so I think we have to remember that God gave us our kids, like this particular group of kids we have, we were given them because he knew they needed our parenting style to get where they were supposed to be. And even if it doesn't look like we thought it would be, I'm pretty sure moms all over the universe would share that same story, right? My kid ended up doing this far from whether it be a missionary or a singer or a garbage collector if we could just instead just keep, it's almost like if you ever pushed one of your kids up onto the side and you, know, you have to push them from the rear, you just kind of go boom up, but then they get where they want to go. That's kind of how I see us as moms. We're just supposed to be like, they're kind of just kind of like, okay. And we're not exactly sure how they're going to land, where even they're going to land, but we're just going to be there to be their little support and jump off place. And then they're going to go. I think if we could see it that way, but we focus so much on the landing. Right. Or I do anyway. Oh, totally. Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's right. I think it's, you know, it is a process. We go back to parenting is a process. Parenting is a process. Parenting is a process. That's why people say it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. It really is the step-by-step of these kids evolving really into who they're meant to be. 
Yeah. And we, you know, I know I'm guilty of this too, right? You want to see the end result. This is why I'm so impatient, like with painting or I could never do needlepoint or puzzles because I just want to get to the end. I just want to see the end. Like mag, even books, I want to read the ending often before I read the whole thing. And um, I think that's how it is with the kids. We, we want to yeah. know the ending. We want to know the ending so that we can get all these pieces right. Right. And, yeah. I don't, I don't have oh. the I know. Well, and that was, that was honestly, that was one of the things. There are two things that really stuck out when we were having lunch. So I got to have, my friend and I got to have lunch with Kathy and her precious friend, Christy, and my wonderful mama. And um, so one of the things was, I think I was asking you a question about like consistency because my, I am, if you've done strengths finders, I've, I've done the whole thing and consistency is like my number 34, which is as low as it goes. And you're not supposed to focus on it like that, but come Probably on. my 35th, if it's your 34th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like negative numbers. Yeah. Um, so I was asking you about that and you <laughs> like, Carrie, you know, I'm not doing this all right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. <laughs> right. I forget. Just because you survived <laughs> doesn't mean doesn't mean you know it all. I think I look at moms who like lived through this and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're still alive. Tell me everything you know. Cause some days I wonder if I'm still gonna be alive on the other side of this. Um, but the other thing uh-huh. that stood out to me that all three of you seasoned mamas echoed was like Kelly and I are like prodding for like, give us more, give us like, tell us, <laughs> tell us what we're missing. Tell us what we need to know, all the things. And you guys were all like, work on yourself. Like mm. get to know who you are, be a better you. Not in like the, I feel like self, self-care is important, but I feel like it's, it's been so taken and twisted right now as like this popular thing that it kind of gets misconstrued sometimes, but you are all like, get to know yourself, get to know who you are, get, be better at who you are. And that will benefit your kid. And it was across the board and all three of you are, are very different, but all three of you echoed that. And that just has, has stuck with me. And it's a struggle. I'm sure Christy would say, your mom would say, it is a struggle to do that because we get back into patterns. I'm much more now back into a pattern of caregiver, right? With my latest life um, situation. And I am on the back burner once again uh, as a person. And so I am fighting out of that again. I mean, health-wise, exercise-wise, I am back on a back burner. And I see that. I see that I parent differently because of that to all the children because personally I've put myself on a back burner to care for everyone else and so I think you have it is such a balance I mean because you definitely can go the other way and I think that's the the problem with the movement of self-care is you can go the other way it's self-care right. the detriment of everyone else right like everything there is a balance is the right place to be where you are remembering who you are, what fuels you, what lights your soul afire so that that is overflowing into your parenting so that your kids then see 
their mom live with that and out of that versus many of our kids, including my own right now, see their mama living out of exhaustion and maybe some fear and some anxiety. Yeah. However we live out, it is going to impact them greater than most of the words we ever say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Do we have to break for a commercial at any point? (laughs) Well, we have to break and you actually have to pick up kids. So we actually, let's close this one up. Let's record Let's record another one and talk about saying yes. We had talked about we're going to just, what does that look like as your kids are older? What does that look like in different seasons? So thanks for being here. We're going to do another week and we'll go from there. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Thanks for having me, Kathy. Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.